Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119.105 With so many things in and of this world influencing our little ones, the truth is needed. That truth is Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us not to stop the children from coming to him. Matthew 19 and 14. In other words, children need the word too. SLM Kids, the lantern goes beyond most Bible lessons designed for kids. We focus on teaching popular Bible stories and much more from the actual Bible. Children learn to navigate the Bible and get the fullness of the stories they know and love. Don't worry, parents. Your beings are very capable of understanding the Bible just like you and I. They do this with the biggest helper there is, the Holy Spirit. So get some more cozy, open your Bibles, and get ready to shine bright with your little and junior beams. Welcome back, Little Beams and Junior Beams. This is Tiffany with SLM Kids The Lantern. Back to continue our journey with Elisha, Alicia, and all the great stories along the way. Parents, that means we are exploring these stories from the actual Bible. So you may want to read ahead to guide your Beams and learning to what fits your family best. Let's begin by inviting our biggest helper in. You ready? One, two, three. Holy Spirit, we need your help. That was excellent, Beams. All right, well, it's time to remember. Can anyone tell me where in the Bible we left off? Fantastic beams! That's right! This is part two of The Good King and the Not-So-Best Friend. So, we left off with 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 29. Alright, let's continue our story. Open your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 22. And start at verse 29. All right, now I'm going to read from the New Living Translation in LT. Of course, whatever version of the Bible you have is just fine. Now, this is a note to our parents. I am going to reword a word in verse 38. And I'm going to skip verse 46. Again, we are learning these stories from the actual Bible. So I urge you to read ahead, all right? I'll give you a moment to look over those verses and you make your desired decision for your beams. Great, let's begin. All right, this is 1 Kings chapter 22. We're starting at verse 29. 
So the king Ahab of Israel and king Jehoshaphat of Judah led their armies against Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, As we go into battle, I will disguise myself so no one will recognize me, but you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and they went in to battle. Meanwhile, the king of Aram had issued these orders to his 32 chariot commanders. Attack only the king of Israel. Don't bother with anyone else. So when the Aramean chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat in his royal robes, they went after him. There, there is the king of Israel, they shouted. But when Jehoshaphat called out, the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of Israel, and they stopped chasing him. An Aramean soldier, however, randomly shot an arrow at the Israelite troops and hit the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. Turn the horses and get me out of here, Ahab groaned to the driver of his chariot. I'm badly wounded. The battle raged all that day and the king remained propped up in his chariot, facing the Arameans. The blood from his wound ran down to the floor of his chariot, and evening, and as evening arrived, he died. Just as the sun was setting, the cry ran through his troops, We're done for! Run for your lives! So the king died, and his body was taken to Samaria and buried there. Then his chariot was washed beside the pool of Samaria, and dogs came and licked his blood at the place where the defiled bathed, just as the Lord had promised. The rest of the events in Ahab's reign, and everything he did, including the story of the ivory palace and the towns he built, are recorded in the book of the history of the kings of Israel. So Ahab died, and his son Ahaziah became the next king. Jehoshaphat, son of Asa, began to rule over Judah in the fourth year of King Ahab's reign in Israel. Jehoshaphat was 35 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 25 years. His mother was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi. Jehoshaphat was a good king following the example of his father, Asa. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. During his reign, however, he failed to remove all the pagan shrines and the people still offered sacrifices and burned incense there. Jehoshaphat also made peace with the king of Israel. The rest of the events and Jehoshaphat's reign, the extent of his power, and the wars he waged are recorded in the books of the history of the kings of Judah. There was no king in Edom at that time, only a deputy. Jehoshaphat also built a fleet of trading ships to sell to Ophir for gold. But the ships never set sail, for they met with disaster in their home port of Ezion Geber. At one time, Ahaziah, son of Ahab, had proposed to Jehoshaphat, let my men sail with your men in the ships. But Jehoshaphat refused the request. 
When Jehoshaphat died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Then his son Jehoram became the next king. Ahaziah, son of Ahab, began to rule over Israel in the 17th year of King Jehoshaphat's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria two years, but he did what was evil in the Lord's sight, following the example of his father and mother and the example of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who had led Israel to sin. He served Baal and worshipped him, provoking the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, just as his father had done. All right, beings, that was another chapter of the actual Bible that you have completed. Way to go. Now, it's time to shine bright. That's right. So I'm going to ask questions and you're going to shine bright on the answer. Now, remember, this is part two of the good king and the not so best friend. In part one, we pointed out three mishaps of Jehoshaphat. And today, we're going to continue that, okay? We're going to start, once again, by first taking a good look at ourselves. That's right, Beams, before we look at someone else's flaws. It's good to first look at ourselves. This, too, can be found using our Bibles. Yes, let's Bible investigate. Search for Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 through 5. That's Matthew chapter 7, verse 3 through 5. Here's a clue. It's the first book of the New Testament. Find it? Great! Way to investigate! Now, let's read it together. Again, don't worry if your Bible isn't the same as mine. The Bible is so amazing and powerful, you guys, especially when we read it out loud. You all ready? Wonderful. Well, I'm going to introduce a special guest to help us read these verses out loud. You guys give a warm welcome to Gideon as he helps us read these verses out loud from the ESV English Standard Version. Why do you see the speck that is that is in your brother's eye, but do not do not notice the log? that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out, out of your eye? When there is the log in your own eye, you hypocrite, first take the log out 
of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. That sounded so amazing, Beams. Outstanding. I just love it, you guys. That's wonderful hearing you guys read the Word of God out loud. And thank you so much, Gideon, for helping us read these verses today. Well, Beams, let's remove the log out of our own eyes and look at ourselves closely. And then we'll move on to mishaps of Jehoshaphat, okay? Now, can you think of a time your bad choice got you in big trouble? Marvelous examples, Beams. That's right. Things like lies, uh, cheating on games and tests, or taking something that doesn't belong to us. Those are all poor choices that can get us in big trouble. Even after we say we're sorry to our parents, our friends, our teachers, and even God, right? Whoever it is. We often still have to deal with the consequences of those poor decisions like punishments, right? No playtime, no play dates, no video games, right? Uh, a bad grade if we cheated on a test, right? So what that means is the I'm sorry or repentance doesn't necessarily get us out of trouble, but it does put us back in right standing with God, right? So therefore, God accepts our apology and then he helps us get through the consequence. He doesn't always take the consequence away, but he will help you get through it. And then in turn, he makes it all better and for our good, right? So that means we can warn others not to make the same bad choice, right? And or it brings us closer to God. Now, there are Bible verses connected to this. And you can check those out on SLM Kids, The Lantern via Instagram with your parents' permission, of course, right? Okay, now that we've taken care of the log in our own eye, let's look at Jehoshaphat's specs in Mishaps of Jehoshaphat, okay? <laughs> the first one is set up to mess up. That's right, set up to mess you up. Little Beams and Junior Beams, did you know? that when we make friends with bad people, they usually don't have your well-being in mind. That's right. Look at verse 30 of what we read earlier. Ahab convinced Jehoshaphat to go into battle wearing his royal robes while he went undercover as a common soldier. 
while wearing royal robes in battle as king is not necessarily out of the ordinary. However, Ahab basically told Jehoshaphat that he was making him a target. Yes, Jehoshaphat surprisingly agreed to go into battle as a marked man. While his supposed friend went seemingly hidden amongst the ranks, right? Jehoshaphat was only spared when he cried out and the soldiers realized they had the wrong guy. However, Jehoshaphat's poor choice put him eerily close to losing his own life. Thank God for his mercy. So let's grow from Jehoshaphat's mishap and say no to unfriendly friends and their setup for our mess up, right? <laughs> Let's move along. The next one is don't mix and match. That's right. And you can remember or reference, which means go back and look at 1 Kings 22, verse 43 through 44 right? Now, to help us understand this mishap, let's do some more Bible investigation, okay? Find 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 6 Verse 17. Here's a clue. It is the same place as the verse that tells us not to be unequally yoked. You ready? Excellent, Beams. Now, of course, let's read it together. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things and I will Welcome you, wonderful reading little beams and junior beings. This helps us understand not to mix and match, right? This helps us understand Jehoshaphat's mishap and mixing and matching with evil. God does not mix clean with dirty, right? You and I are clean because of the blood of Jesus. And that means we are set apart from the dirty, wicked people, bad friends, or all things not okay with God. Now, if you need more help understanding how the blood of Jesus cleanses us, Little Beams, don't be afraid to ask those Junior Beams to help you out. 
junior beams and little beams don't be afraid to go to your parents and say hey help me out parents don't be afraid to seek help as well we are all in this together and god loves family and he loves community and he wants us to interact with one another okay <laughs> great well guess what it's time to ignite our lanterns that's right okay but you guys i tell you every time you're shining so so bright you ready all right let's take a quiz hmm okay 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 we won't do another quiz okay even though you guys were shining so bright the last time how about instead we play a game wonderful we are gonna play set up or set apart okay so i'll read a scenario and you get to shout set up if it's a set up to mess you up or set apart if it's something that keeps you close to God. Is everyone ready? Fantastic. Let's do it. Here it goes. Every month, your parents gives you a new calendar, leaving you responsible for completing the tasks on that calendar. Is that a set up or set apart? Fantastic! Set apart! This is teaching you accountability and responsibility, right? They're trusting you to be able with a list to get things done on your own. That's wonderful. Okay, the next one. You wake up early every morning and go for a walk or a jog with your parents. Is that a setup or set apart? Oh my, that was so quick. Of course, you're right. That is a set apart. You are keeping yourselves healthy and it's preparing you from childhood as you are now, right? To an adult to maintain your health and maintain um, activity. That's wonderful. Okay, how about this one? You know all the words on your spelling test because beams you guys are so bright right you know all of those spelling words right but your friend does not so they ask you to help them out just a little bit and leave your test where they can see it right don't cover your test up hey just leave it where i can see the answers is this a setup to mess you up, or is this being set apart? Great job, Beams. This is a setup to mess you up. That is right. You did what you were supposed to do. You prepared for the test and your friend did not, right? Your friend has to suffer the consequence for not being prepared. 
And if you get caught cheating, then you will fail. You don't want to do that, right? So great job. That's a setup to mess you up. All right. How about this one, Beams? Your classmate likes a toy at school. They decide to take it home for themselves. But they ask you to put it in your backpack for them, right? They'll get it later, but you hold it. Is this a setup or is this being set apart? You guys are shining those lanterns so bright. Great job. This is a set up, right? They are taking the toy. That's stealing. And that's wrong. God doesn't like that, right? But they want you to hold it. So if the teacher goes looking for the toy, who is the teacher going to think is taking the toy? That's right. They're going to think you're stealing the toy and then you're going to suffer the consequences and your friend is going to be let off, right? We learned that about Jehoshaphat and those royal robes, right? We don't want to do that. We don't want to be the one that they're running after, right? <laughs> While the so-called friend runs free. That's a great job, Beans. All right, let's move along to this one. You love soccer. Oh, you just love it. It's soccer, soccer all day for you. And you want to become a better player. So you turn down a few playdates to work on your dribble. Is this a setup or set apart? Great job, Beams. Excellent. This is set apart. You are practicing discipline to make your skills better. You're honing those skills and saying no to some playtime to make yourself better. That's discipline and that's being set apart. Wonderful answers. All right, we are almost done. Everyone is laughing at a kid in school because of the way they dress, except you. They tell you to join them so no one will start laughing at you. Is this a setup or is this being set apart? Oh, you guys, that is wonderful. This is clearly a set up, right? This is not being set apart. God does not want us to make fun of each other. He wants us to love each other. And you are being what's called an example by not laughing, right? Not joining in. Now, I have to tell you the truth, Beans. It's not always easy doing the right thing. And it's not always easy being the only one to do the right thing at that, okay? But this is clearly a setup. You're being set apart by not laughing. But if you decide to join in and laugh, then it is clearly a setup. And that won't make God very happy, all right? That's not practicing love. All right, last one, Beams. You turn down sweets and decide to eat sweets in moderation. 
like, hmm, maybe once a week or once every two weeks. Is this a setup or is this being set apart? <laughs> Wonderful job, Beams. That's right, this is being set apart. Again, you are practicing what's called self-control, okay? And there's a Bible verse, and I'll just say it to you. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And I'll put that Bible verse up there on Instagram as well for you to look at with your parents' permission as well, okay? You're practicing self-control and turning down sweets and only eating it in moderation. <laughs> wonderful job. Oh, I just love it, you guys. It's wonderful. You guys are doing such a wonderful job. Oh my goodness, guess what? It's time for us to say farewell for now, but you guys have done such a superb job. I love it, okay? So that means you'll have to tune in next time to The Lantern, right? Where our story continues, okay? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. We love you. Thank you so much for helping us read and understand the Bible, which is your word. Thank you, Jesus, that you said to let the little children come to you. That means you know we need the Bible too. Thank you for helping us to understand Holy Spirit and for teaching us the story of Elijah and the ones along the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Good news, parents. SLM Kids The Lantern offers several ways to stay connected. You can submit any prayer requests your little ones might have to shininglightmen at outlook.com. That's shininglightmen, M-I-N, at outlook.com. You can also stay connected via Facebook at SLM Kids The Lantern. And you can follow us there on Instagram as well. The Lantern is also on YouTube at SLM Kids The Lantern. Great news! Your little and junior beans can also enjoy The Lantern via podcast. That's right! Great for those commutes to school, work, and in between. That's right! You may listen to SLM Kids The Lantern via podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Lantern today, little and junior beams and parents. See you all next time where our story continues. Until then, remember, it only takes a little light to shine bright against the darkness.